It's now time for Team Talk on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. 1017 The Team is your home for New Mexico United, the Dallas Cowboys, LA Dodgers, and much more. Now, Team Talk on 1017 The Team. Toppin definitely challenged him at the apex. Baker Jr. up three in rhythm. His second three. The lead has gone from 3 to 11 for New Mexico. Walters continues his three-point struggles. He's 0 for 3. Dent, pull up, got it, and Jeff Linder calls a timeout. What a run here, a 9-0 run for New Mexico in the last minute 35. Yeah, what a run, what a game. Sam, I'm Joe O'Neill. That's Sam Hauser. That's who I was referencing there when I said, Sam, what's going on, Sammy? It's a very strange game. I feel like that's part of the whole idea of the home court advantage in Laramie is, yeah, everybody that goes there is playing at elevation, and maybe that's part of it, but it was the weird part of the game was in the early portions of it. Just some point in the span of the 40 minutes, you're going to get something where you're going to leave that place and like, a weird game. Well, and the Lobos still won by as much as they did. Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, we um, we're talking about attendance. Would it be like six thirty start? Maybe there was a little bit of a late arrival there uh, with the unusual start. Uh, and from the time that people sat down, the Lobos were ahead the whole time. So when finally people started getting in there, you know that. Like, you know, I know games between top 25 programs and middle-of-the-road programs like Wyoming sometimes can get really interesting. The problem was the Lobos weren't going to cooperate with that. Uh, took control right under the eight-minute uh, timeout there, Sam. Uh, took a three-point game to a 17-point game. That's what Good teams, quite frankly, do. You know, there were a bunch of things that, you know, I I had in my brain to describe the win. It was a very comfortable win. It was a very well-rounded win. It looked like a very mature team and a very well-coached team. And I'll just add this. Speaking of the coaching, their game plan, their scout, and their recognition of what they were going to uh, allow Wyoming to do and not do uh, played out very well for them. I think you know, I yeah, people might say, "Oh, Wyoming was you know missing a lot of uh, open shots." Well, I'm kind of looking at their statistics here and going into last night's game, uh, the guys that shot the most three pointers were not amongst uh, the best shooters on the team. There, Sam, and uh, turns out. They, the Lobos got every rebound imaginable led by JT Top and 10 of them in the first half, which again set the tone. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And that's really the story of this team is, yeah, Wyoming, they're not panicking at any point in this game because they're getting awfully familiar with erasing double-digit deficits and coming back. It's well, not well, just Colorado I heard State. That. No, no, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, how many times had they had double-digit leads? I think had, on the broadcast last night they said four. I was going to say at least four. Yeah, uh, at and least they've four. come back and won. Correct. So, very good point. Yeah, but that's what separates the Lobos from a lot of these teams in the conference is, yeah, okay, they have three losses. Unless you're that 27 27- the 2007 Patriots team that was undefeated going into the Super Bowl, yeah, teams are going to lose games along the way. But what separates the Lobos from all these other teams is 
they get that lead. They go on, not even just get the lead, they go on that run. Every game that the Lobos have been blowing out teams, there's that one run along the way that you can point to. It happens to be a 13-0 run late in the first half last night. They get on that, and for whatever reason, it just gets in a team's head, and they're so frazzled at that point that they're not necessarily going to change the way that they play offense, but there are just some teams that you can come back from because you can find you can still find matchups along the way that you can exploit. There might be teams that you're going to play where their best player is better than your best player, but you can still find some elements of the game where, okay, if we can get this guy over here, if we can start making some shots, you can find your way back in it. There is no finding your way back in it with this team. And you can if all you want. I mean, we heard people talking well, about the Lobos. Oh, they had the same record as they did last year. And if they don't watch it, they could lose in Wyoming and it, it, this and this and this and this. All right. So I'm just going to take the, the ifs out and give you what the facts are. Let's hear it. In the first half, Wyoming shoots the ball 32 times, makes nine of them. 28% and and chucked up 12 threes uh, for only an 8% accuracy rate. The Lobos led by 15. Now, some people say, oh, man, they were leaving, you know, sh- missing wide open shots. Like, don't, don't discredit the Lobo scheme and the Lobo defense when, you know, guys are missing what might look like open shots. We, we don't know. If, they, if they're shooting the ball from an area on the court that they don't shoot it normally well from, that's advantage New Mexico. If they're shooting it another foot or two deeper, it's advantage New Mexico. So, 15-point lead at the half, and that moment that you're talking about, that run that you're talking about that we'll just go back to, uh, 21-18, to 7.54 to go. You could just be, like, exchanging baskets, and the Lobos could creep up to a 5- or a 7-point lead at the half. No, 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 no. So at 7.54 in the first half, 21-18, to 18, with 4.37 to go in the first half, it's 37 to 20 and it's pretty much good night cowboys. And that's where I say it was a weird game because the it, it was just a, it was a choppy start, it was sloppy on 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 both sides. I mean there's no way around it. The Lobos made up for it and just looking at the final score, that's exactly what you want that game to look like, but at that under 8 timeout, it's a 3-point game because you're just that much better than the other team that you're playing, but Lobos have seven turnovers. Donnie's got three. You're kind of wondering what's going on there. Is it the six-day layoff? Is it the altitude? Whatever it is. And, of course, that all gets put to bed. Wyoming, on the other hand, there's no excuses. They looked like they were their heads were still spinning from that loss that they had against UNLV Saturday where they only scored 48 points in a basketball game. They looked like they were still reeling from that. And at that point... You want to talk about smelling blood in the water. It took a little while for the Lobos to get there, but once they did, that's where, to your point, good night, Cowboys, good night, Nurse from from Brad Sham, whatever you want to call it, it really was. And that's a place, that that's such a mental advantage that the Lobos have over a lot of teams in this conference is everybody knows, yeah, you're going to get everybody's best shot every night. You got Boise's best shot, and that game went their way. You're going to get everybody's best shot every night. But there are also going to be games like this where they know, okay, they already beat us once over there, where we know we can't fall behind, and if we do, it's bad it, It's bad news for everybody. I just, I, I, I could not believe the showing that Wyoming put up on their home floor. This is a team that they hadn't lost a game at home in conference yet. 
totally agree. But again, you know, just like they only scored 48 against UNLV, uh, you got to somehow say, hey, better players, first of all, oh, of course. for UNLV, no doubt. and a, a good game plan, you know, on both sides of the ball. Well, I don't know. UNLV scored like 60-something. But I'll just take it, like, with regard to last night's game. Lobos got be- have better players. They, they have better players, and, uh, like, they, like a, a lot of times that doesn't necessarily get you a W. The Lobo players, uh, like, did get them that W. Lobo, uh, Lobos had 20 points total in the first 12 minutes of the game. They scored 71 points in the final 28 minutes. So you said like it was a choppy sp- start. A lot of times when it's cho- it starts choppy, it, it stays choppy and it ends choppy. And then you chalk it up to one of those games. But no, it did not stay choppy. And New Mexico like continues to bombard these teams with high-scoring games. 91 on the road? I mean, come on. A, a, a very high point total. Very, and that's and that's exactly the kind of game that Wyoming is hoping for. They're totally fine with where that game is, down three at the under-eight timeout. They're probably thinking that's, that's the best-case scenario, but you see the way that the guys stuck together – that you want to talk about what the best teams do? Well, first off, let's put you, let's put this out there: what the Lobos did last night. You know what the Lobos did last night? What they did it on the road. For everybody out there, oh, go do it on the road. Well, that's three now where they've done it on the road and have just wiped the floor with the other team, giving them a wedgie over their head. They did it on the road, but that's what the best teams do. If a game doesn't start the way that you hope it would, they didn't get stressed about it they didn't panic they didn't fret start they didn't get frazzled they didn't go away from the game plan didn't stop shooting didn't stop shooting they just they weathered that early storm figured out how to get out of it and then the skies just opened up <laughs> uh and yeah they they started balling and uh so you heard re- uh sam recap the win i recap the rent win let's hear what coach richard patino had to say about recapping the w it was just a complete game. Uh, built a lead. Thought they'd throw a punch. You know, they're really good offensively. They can make shots. They did throw a little bit of a punch. Uh, we did a really good job of sustaining it, getting some stops we needed to, and then, you know, converting on the other end. Um, I was concerned about this game. It's always a unique element with the elevation. and I just thought our guys were so locked in. They were mature, um, and they were ready. I mean, that's three three road games in a, in a row of winning by double digits. So um, they have not lost here in conference. I mean, they've been tough on Nevada, Colorado State, Fresno. They've played really, really well, so it's a great win. They were tough on all those teams, which is why it was just so interesting the way this was going last night. That very first shot of the game, Mash misses the mid-range jumper. It was close. It doesn't go in whatever, and you can see what Wyoming was trying to do. They're trying to pack the paint because they want to make the Lobo shoot, which they got that first one there, and then so many times the rest of the way, they're just they're, they're playing soft defense. They're leaving space in between guys to either shoot or go get ahead of steam to the basket, leaving room for Nelly and JT to throw some shoulders around and play a little bit of bully ball. That was just... Uh, it, that was a complete game by the Lobos, and you don't want to take anything away from them. It was just a complete game. It was domination from their end, but man, you thought you had questions about yourself after they were losing by 17 at the pit. Who, baby? But again, this is all about the Lobos and a complete win that they had. One of the things that I really liked last night as this game's going along is, yeah, we all know. We see it every day. We know about all the attention, all the infatuation, all the love with 
with with Donnie as a sophomore, all the things that he's doing as a sophomore, especially after what he did against Boise, Boise, you're seeing guys look for him. Like they're they're finding the, whether it's even if you're you're all Mountain West backcourt, your seniors who've been on this team three years. They're doing what they can to find it. Actually, the, the uh, outstanding. You you see Jalen House and Jamal Mashburn Jr. like get off the ball yeah. in the backcourt when they don't have any pressure. You know why that is? So that like not just that Donnie can take it to the rim. They're so comfortable with the way Donnie gets the Lobos into their offense, and they know if they get it to Donnie that. They're going to get it back probably in a better place than if they just, you know, tried to create their own shot. Here's another one for you here, Sam, in that first half. And this will, like, when things are a, a little bit clanky at the very, very beginning, what, what happens is if you start getting contributions from a variety of guys, then it all meshes nicely. And I'll give you, you know, Donnie Dent, like, primarily the guy that's that's getting everybody involved here but i see the first half stats and um my goodness uh, there's three guys or seven guys had three points or more in the first half seven different guys had three points or more in the first half donnie led the way with 11 but you you saw some threes some threes some fives some six some sevens on the way to that that 40 points baker hits a couple of threes Let's and then not forget it, hit baker hitting he, a couple hit of threes. a couple of threes during that that 13-0 run and even the the guys on the on the home broadcast for wyoming are just at, at that point you just start looking at the end of the bench because, I mean, that just opens up so much for this team. Everybody knows when, when Jamal Baker's out there, it's not a secret anymore for the opposing teams. When he's out there, he's out there for one reason, and it's to put up those catch-and-shoot threes, and he still finds a way to do it, and yeah, it just opens up so much. Even, I will say this, what even during the first quarter of the game, let's call it, so the first 10 minutes when it wasn't the prettiest-looking basketball they were still doing a lot of things that you want to see, if, if, especially after cleaning things up from the Boise game. They're getting better blockouts. They're getting rebounds. They're getting offensive rebounds. They're getting these good looks at shots that you want to see. All the elements where you can just check off one by one of what makes the team so dangerous. Even if everything wasn't going down, they were still checking off those boxes. And then once they get on the run, it's unstoppable. Wyoming just... From the very beginning, they missed those first three free throws there in their heads. Lobos right. are settling in, and yeah, I, I mean, that's that's exactly that. That was everything that you want to see out of that game and more. So, like, let's focus on the interior defense too. Nelly Junior. Joseph, J.T. Toppin, the way they're like contesting, like you know, guys that are driving. Uh, Toppin was only credited with one block. They even referenced it on the broadcast last night. I checked the stats, and he they only got one. I, I, I could swear that there's a picture in the Albuquerque Journal of him having a block. And then uh, somebody from Wyoming tried to do a dipsy doodle scoop shot, <laughs> scoop shot from the left-hand side, and it was a JT Toppin hand sandwich. Like it, it was like there was so much force on the block shot that it knocked the player to the ground. It was, and I don't know, maybe they gave him a steal on that. I don't know. But the interior defense, even one on one, you know, Wyoming like went inside a couple of times and said, we're going to back you down this, that, or the other. And it's hard to play defense like that because you don't want to foul, but you want to contest. And 
the interior defense, Nelly Jr. Joseph, JT Toppin, like the way they were contesting shots and, and getting every rebound imaginable. Like you'd see a ball go up in a group and it would be typically like one pair of strong hands getting it and everybody else kind of falling down like a bowling ball pins almost, Sam. I mean, uh, it, it really was, um, you know, like uh, something to watch there, watching the Lobos get that done on the road. There is, there's obviously, there's a lot of things that, that you love about Nelly, but he's, he, he does it. You're never going to see him complain. Like with a big, the obvious place that you go with is when you're, when you feed him the ball inside, you want to have the pass go up high. So he's the only one that can get it. If that ball somehow gets deflected, if it, if it hits the ground, I haven't seen a lot of bigs. I mean, I'm not talking about, you know, JT even. I'm talking about, you know, true bigs like that, like a true five that's willing to hit the deck to go get a ball. <laughs> he does not care. No, and the expression never changes. You'll see him occasionally flash a really nice smile. But other than that, maybe getting a cheap foul, whatever, he's just... Moves on. Here's, uh, you know, obviously making some shots from the perimeter always helps. Uh, last night, the Lobos shoot 37% from behind the three-point line. That's a good number for them. Here's Coach Patino on the Lobos making outside shots and getting back to scoring in transition. It was nice to see. Yeah, I mean, some jump shots, kind of like <laughs> you said. I mean, you know, and, and it's great to see a guy like uh, Mustafa hitting some shots. I mean, we shot a lot of threes, yes. and, and I'm fine with that you know i want them to confidently shoot the ball even mash like he missed a couple early and he looked at he was down and house pulled him over said stay confident i don't know what he said to him uh, but we answered a lot with some really really good offense some really really good offense but i'm you know i'm telling you that interior defense uh by you know jt nelly and mustafa for that matter uh you know he gets down there and he fights too because they're depending on him to fight when he's down there uh so here was the challenge that coach richard patino issued to nelly and jt prior to the game we've got good offensive players um when we rebound like that you know plus 16 on the glass it allows us to get out on the break um, so, I mean, it was JT was terrific. Nelly was terrific. That's what I told him. Like, you guys both got to leave here getting double digit rebounds, and they did that. How about that? You know, and, and he, he focused on the rebounding against Boise, uh, you, like the lack thereof. And, like, that was a glaring deficiency in Boise. Good to see it get cleaned up that quickly in that game up in Laramie last night. All right, take a quick break. A lot of Laker fans out there, I know, will. Coming up next, Alan Sliwa. He's with ESPN LA. He is the host of Laker Talk. Uh, if it's Lakers, Alan Sliwa knows it, and he'll come uh, on with us next. He's Sam Hauser. I'm Joe O'Neill, Team Talk, ESPN Radio, 1017, the team.